Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, I'm joined by our new co-host, Stadium Steffi. What's up, Steph? What up? So excited to be here and excited to be a co-host. <laughs> so Stephen is a co-host as well. So there's three of us. It's a three-man team trying to bring you guys all the uh, amazing Astro stuff. And uh, I know we lost the uh, ALCS. Did you watch any of the World Series? I watched a few games, but not much, mostly because I was traveling for work. So trying to find a place to watch the game was kind of like tough. So that was most of the issue, but I didn't watch as much, to be honest. I watched the game where they were the uh, Diamondbacks were winning five to three, and then they gave up a home run and then another one in the tenth or something. And the rest of the games, I was at work. I had to work night shift. So if the Astros oh. would have made the World Series, I would have got to watch one game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it worked they out. They did for it me. for you, Rob. They did it for you. <laughs> They said, Rob's going to miss the whole World Series anyway. You know, it's fine. So I wanted to start with this. <laughs> I want to start with this. We had one gold glove winner this year, right? Am I correct? We did. Mauricio we did have Dubon. Gold. Oh, my gosh. I could not be more excited for the guy. I, 
I literally almost cried happy tears yesterday just because you look at a guy who, you know, you kind of wondered what his place on the team was even going to be at the beginning of the year. And he comes in as the utility guy, takes over for Jose whenever Jose is down and crushed it as well, mind oh, you, yeah. while Jose was down to the point where people were like, you got to find a spot for Mauricio, you know? So for him to be a gold glove winner after, again, almost not knowing where he was even going to be on the team is so amazing. And I'm just so excited for that guy. It couldn't, it couldn't happen to a better person, I think. Yeah. Coming into the year, he's kind of like just a guy in the bottom of the rotation that's going to play once in a while. And like you said, Altuve uh, got hurt and he stepped in flawlessly. And a lot of the listeners and people on Twitter or X, including you and Steven voted him uh, offensive player of the year. So he, yeah. he got a lot of he got a lot of hardware this year. He did. We love it. <laughs> All right. So I am not disappointed. I don't know if I want to say disappointed, but I'm not upset that the Astros didn't win. I said it all along. If they don't win, go to the World Series and win, I'm going to be fine because we've had this huge run. The majority of the guys are going to be back. I think we're going to see new guys in the bullpen. But Dusty Baker retires. Did you see that coming? I I knew he was going to retire. I feel like everyone kind of knew, but it was a matter of like how big of a deal it was going to be and how quickly it would happen. So the fact that it happened as quickly as it did after, you know, the season ending, I think I was a little more shocked by how quick he made that decision, you know, but I mean, Hey, he got his ring. He got the Astros back to the ALCS for the seventh year in a row. Like, yeah. How much more can a guy want, you know? <laughs> you know, no matter if you disagree with Dusty's decisions and this and that, he was the perfect guy to come in. He with was. the turmoil the Astros are in, It was he was the perfect guy. But now we need to replace him. I know a lot of people were thinking, Joe Espada, the bench guy, just bring him in. But I've heard a lot of names. Here's some I heard. Maybe you can tell me what you've heard. Omar Lopez, the first base coach. I think he was a head coach for Altuve's team in the uh, World Baseball Classic. Former Texas Ranger Jeff Bannister, Mark Cote, I think he's from the A's. And then someone a lot of people are really negative about, Brad Osmus. Who have you heard and what do you think about these guys? Yeah, I feel like I've heard all of those same names. I think for me, I feel like Joe Espada has been waiting in the wings specifically for this moment. So um, I almost feel like it's his job to lose a little bit because he obviously has been that right-hand man for a number of years now. And he has interviewed for those managerial positions in other places. And it almost makes you think, okay, you know, is he, not that he's interviewing to say like, hey, I have other options, but it's like, you know, he does have other options if that doesn't happen for him here. You know, I think there's going to be opportunities as there always are every season. Um, I wouldn't mind it because I think he already sees the feel of the clubhouse. He knows these guys very well. Um, And yeah, and I think too, I think he would have really good game plans. And I feel like he's a really good mix of still that old school mentality with that new school kind of feel, you know, he's not one of the older generation managers that are some of the classics, you know, but um, I mean, I wouldn't mind Joe Espada personally, but I think Omar Lopez is also great. Again, has that, vibe with the players already he obviously was a manager in the minor league system for the astros before moving up here you know was the manager for team venezuela so you know he he has experience although it's not in the major league specific but he obviously knows how to manage and 
do it well. I think Jeff Bannister, I know he's from Houston and he's from this area. I don't know why. I just, I don't think I could. It's because he used to be a Rangers manager. 100%. Exactly. He's got a punchable face. It's just, it's one of those where it's like, because of that, I feel like I just have such animosity towards him forever (laughs) that I can never not see him as like the old Rangers manager. You know what I mean? It's so silly, but it's how I feel. So Um, yeah, coach say, I hadn't really heard a ton about that. I'm kind of intrigued to hear, hear more about him and and kind of get to learn what his deal is. Yeah. That's the last guy that I saw. I was like looking up things about it, but Dana Brown said, we will not rush through this. So do you think if Joe Espada was their pick that they'd be like, all right, Joe Espada, like you would think they would already know, right? If they picked him, is that kind of worrying you if you're a Joe Espada supporter? I don't think it worries you because I think at the end of the day, when you're losing someone like Dusty, who is a manager that obviously he's a historical manager at this point, you know, he's a guy who brings a lot of history. He brings a lot of, you know, I don't even know what the right word is for it, but um, experience, obviously. But I think it's one of those things where you still have to see all your options. Even if you kind of think like Joe Espada could be that guy, you still want to see who can put that game plan on paper and give it to you and say, Hey, this is what I want to do with this team. You know? So I don't think it's a bad thing for them to take their time. I think it's smart. And I mean, at the end of the day, I would love for it to be Joe Espada, but if it's not, Dana is going to pick the person he thinks is right. And, you know, I just remembered another name that I saw. I remember another name that I saw. I'm sorry about that. No, And this one, I'm like, what? There's no way I want this guy. But I heard Ron Washington. He's like, uh, I don't know what he is for the, he's for the Braves. But they were saying the players love him and that like, if he came here, some of those would want to follow him. But I just can't see it. Didn't that guy like do cocaine or something back when he was... Yeah, he, he had did something, some right? When he was with the Rangers. Yeah. Um, he did have some drug issues from what I recall. Um, but hey, that's not to say that people who have had issues in the past can't that's true. get better and be better, you know? I've had issues and I'm better. Exactly. I didn't we have we drug all go issues, through but... things. <laughs> yeah, same. Same with me, but it's you know, we all go through things in our past that maybe we're not the most proud of. That's and right. I think so long as it's not something that is harmful to another person in a physical sense yeah. and some of those other things that, you know, you live, you learn, you grow. And I mean, again, it's kind of weird because he's another one of those Rangers guys that I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I could see it, but <laughs> yeah. But again, whoever they pick, I'm going to end up having to support because this is my team and you do what you got to do. Yeah. Jeff Bannister looks like this like marine type dude that ain't gonna put up with any garbage and he's not you know what i mean he looks like i don't know ron washington looks like somebody that they would put in there but we'll see we'll keep tabs on this folks and we will uh, talk about a little more but let's dive into this steffi astros free agents this year and you let me know if you think they're staying or going let's start with brantley gosh going I, 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 mm, I don't know. I kind of feel like he could stay and maybe do a one year, but Mm. I don't think it would be more than a one year. So I feel like he still has a little bit of some unfinished business and I don't know why I get that feeling, but I feel like he could maybe do like a, like a short term one year deal. Would you do it if you're the Astros? I mean, the guy was hurt almost the whole year. 
yeah, but I mean, you got to imagine, like, hopefully he's not going to be hurt this upcoming year. But I mean, mm-hmm. any guy could go down hurt, you know, yeah. that's kind of a risk you take any time. Yeah, you're signing a free agent. I mean, even our guys that are on the roster now that are fully healthy. I mean, Altuve, we didn't know he was going to get hurt like that, you know, true. <laughs> at the beginning of the year and, and just things happen. That's that's baseball. That's life. That's sports. And you got to take the gamble if you think it's going to be the right move. All right. One thing I heard, Martin Maldonado is going to be a free agent. And there was speculation that they might be interested in bringing him in to be the backup for Diaz. What do you think about that? Honestly, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it if he was the backup for Diaz. Um, but I think you really have to legitimately make him the backup for Diaz. Don't say like, oh, yeah. we're bring him as a backup and then give him more playing time than Diaz, you know? So I wouldn't hate it. I think that him and Diaz work well together. I think you still have those guys like JV that are going to want Maldi behind the dish if they can. But um, I think yeah, there's I too many that. pitchers that would want Maldi. But I, I don't think a new manager would come in and go, all right, we'll take Maldi. No, we'll take this yeah. guy that had 26 home runs exactly. that barely played. Like, yeah, he's got to be the starter. I, I, I don't think I'd be worried about the new manager like letting Maldi start because this guy's too good, but I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't see it happening. I know. I think for me, it's more wishful thinking than anything. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind <laughs> it. Really you know, I it love Maldi. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. I don't know if it's actually possible that it would happen, but I wouldn't yeah. mind it. Let's put it that way. Next one is Ryan Stanek. I don't see him coming back. I don't see Ryan Stanek coming back either. And the next one, if he doesn't come back, I'm going to be a little sad. Phil Mayton. And for some reason, I don't feel like he is. I don't know what it is inside of me that says he's going to go, but I think he's going to go. Yeah. I don't See, I would be more upset about the next one that we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Come back. Oh, yeah. So I mentioned this when I did the solo episode that Hector Neris has a player's option. And mm-hmm. it's only $8.5 million, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. And I said, he's going to turn it down because this guy's a stud and he can make more money. But that doesn't mean the Astros can't offer him more money. It doesn't mean he's gone. I think if Hector Neris is happy and the Astros can give him what he's worth or what he wants or whatever it is, I think there's a chance. If, If he wants to stay here, hopefully they can work something out. I feel that same way. And I feel like he really did mesh so well with this team. He was everything we needed him to be in almost all of our big moments. Yeah. I think he maybe had one game where he was not his sharpest, unfortunately. Um, But I think there were plenty of other games where a lot of other people weren't their sharpest and they're still on the team. So, you know, it happens, but (laughs) I, I would be okay with them offering him some more money and getting him to stick around a little longer and maybe even like restructuring a contract where it's a few years instead of just a, you know, obviously player option. I think he only had one year option. So um, maybe that also helps him get a little bit longer term of a deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have this in the notes, but the Astros have too many starting pitchers. It, when Luis Garcia comes back, when uh, Lance McCullers comes back, they got way too many pitchers, but we maybe we'll get to that. But right now, the Astros, this could be wrong, but I just looked it up before we got on. Their payroll is $179 million and the tax threshold is 237 So they have about 40-something thousand, maybe something yeah. like that. Maybe almost close to 50. I'm not thousand, a thousand, million, million. To work with, yeah. yeah. 
But they have seven arbitration-eligible players this year, and some of them they could just say, we're not going to give you a contract, and they'll be gone. Uh, you got Framber. I think they'll offer him something. He kind of let us all down in the playoffs, I think. But he's Framber, and we still love him, right? 100%. Mauricio Dubon is also arbit arbitration eligible. That's it. That's kind of crazy right there. Yeah. Because he was so good, but he's a Golden Glove player. I think, oh, they'll get him a lot cheaper and he can make money. I don't know. I think they'll keep him. He's pretty important. Well, so arbitration, and I don't know if you know this, it's not saying that they could give them a contract or not. No matter what, they're going to be on the team, but they're fighting to see what amount that player could get. So they could No, but they can non-tender them a contract and they'll be gone. Oh, okay, I guess that's fair, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like guys are going to get non-tendered. You know what I mean? Some could. I, I mean, that. you have. They a, could, but they should trade them. Super possible. They yeah, should they should trade. You get something for it if you're gonna. Yeah, because you got Urquidy. Like I'll I'll just flip through it. Urquidy and Luis Garcia, Kyle Tucker, Chaz, and Brian Abreu, and this arbitration period is going to dig into this salary cap money, or not? It's not to call it salary cap. You know what I mean? It's going to cut into the yeah. tax threshold money because yeah, they're all going to get raises. Are you there? I think it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> okay. no, no. I mean, I'm thinking it's going to depend, obviously, on some of them are going to make a deal before arbitration even hits. Some of them are going to just agree to whatever the Astros offer. You know what I mean? So I think there's the opportunity that it doesn't get that crazy, but I think there are a few players on that list that you know that they're going to be asking yeah. for their money. Like Fromber, you know he's going to ask. Kyle, he's going to ask. Last um, year, the Astros and Kyle Tucker did not agree, and that was—I I think they're the only yeah, ones that had they, to go to arbitration. They ended up having to go to arbitration. Yeah, yeah. And I do recall that last year because I was very interested in where they were going to end up with all of it. You know, so uh, yeah, I, it was definitely very interesting, and I, I guess I just can't see any of those guys getting non-tendered. I mean, I can't either. I, I really can't see any of those guys like not coming no. back it'd be very interesting if that happened but yeah. i just couldn't see it if they did non-tender them folks it has to be before november 17th but there's no way you non-tender a luis garcia or a jose or katie or a dubon when you can trade them true if you, if you didn't want them anymore or even that, a chas mccormick yeah you, that would be dumb yeah all right so this other one I saw said, who needs to be added to the 40-man roster? Because there is a Rule 5 draft coming up uh, this year. The last year, I could have swore that Corey Jokes was going to get picked up if they didn't protect him, and they didn't protect him, and he didn't get picked up. Uh, the Astros traded two of their big guys, but they have Kennedy Corona, number 11, Shea Whitcomb, and Misiel Tamarez. Corona has power and speed, 61 RBIs, 35 stolen bases. Whitcomb tied for the most home runs in the minor leagues with 35. And Tamiris went from 13 to 35. He was 1 and 10 for a 508. They're not going to protect that guy. If they didn't protect Corey Jolks, are they going to protect any of these guys? Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be super interesting. I think I could see them protecting Kennedy. I think Kennedy is going, I think he could be a very huge piece either on this team or as a trade piece, but that kid has got some really insanely raw talent. I know 
getting to watch him in Corpus a few times this past year, he's one of those guys that you're always excited when he's up at the plate because you just expect him to be that guy. Um, would make some really incredible plays. I mean, just watching him is like, it's so silly, but it's fun. You know, <laughs> he's one of those guys. So I could see them protecting Kennedy. Um, definitely interested to see about the other two. And like you said, if, if you don't protect a guy like Corey Jolks, like who's to say yeah. you're going to protect any of these three guys. But I think if anybody, I could see them protecting Kennedy. Corey um, Jolks was such an amazing story so this year. Oh, he was. Oh, I love Corey. He was, so... So the Astro, the Astros have these guys on the forty-man roster, and I don't think they should all be there. So they they do have room to either, you know, sign free agents or pick or or save these guys. They have Forrest Whitley, who's been sitting there forever. They have him on the forty-man, Anoli Paredes, that we all love, but I don't know if this guy can get back to where he was. So he was actually dropped today from the forty-man roster. Oh, there you go. Yep, so that leaves room for one already. All right. What about Joe Kunal? That guy didn't do that bad, that big dude. Yeah, he didn't do awful this year. It was, uh, yeah. And then John Singleton. Is that kind of a waste of a roster space? Uh, I don't know. I feel a little divided. I would love to see more of John. I think... The thing with John is I really do feel like, and I was actually talking to his wife about this during, you know, the AL, I think it was ALCS. Um, I sat and chatted with her for a hot minute. And, you know, one of the biggest things of why the Astros brought him here is because the man is good at seeing the ball and getting walks and getting on base. Yeah. Which obviously we saw um, during what was it? ALCS game, what, three, four, five, something like that. Yeah. The one we won. One of the AL. Yeah. The one we won. <laughs> One and, the then, and then they brought him in to get a walk with uh, the bases loaded and we we're down by two. I didn't agree with that. Oh, that was, yeah, that one was a lot rougher. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I would love to see him get more at back to kind yeah. of figure it out. Because he's know? a beast. He's a beast he in AAA. Is. He is such a beast in AAA. I mean, his first game back at Minute Maid Park, two home runs, like, I don't think that was chance. And I think that maybe he just didn't get enough at bat. Yeah. So he could see a little bit of that full potential of what he could do. Um, so I would love to keep him on there. I would love to see him again in an Astros uniform, but, um, but I don't think his major league journey is going to be done. Even if he doesn't stay off the 40 man roster for the Astros, I could see him getting some opportunity, you know? Yeah. So if they already dropped an only Parades, maybe that's the only one they're going to drop. That's kind of what I'm wondering, too, because I'm like, wouldn't you already drop some additional people already? Or, you know, maybe they're taking some time to make some additional decisions. You never know. Mm. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. All right, the next thing is Astro's Needs. I got all this from Brian McTaggart. He wrote this whole story, and that's where I'm getting every one of these notes, <laughs> folks. Um, th- when I first started this podcast, that's where I got everything. I just went, Man, his, Mc- his weekly newsletters, if yeah. you do not follow his weekly newsletters, they are actually so incredible. They are so filled with so much information. And it's a really cool way to really just see everything that's going on within that yeah. week from you know our beat writer's perspective. And so shout out to Tags. Yeah. So when you're looking at it, reading it by yourself, you can just think to yourself, but we get to think together and you guys get, get to have hear us think about, about it. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they need to address the bullpen with Neris, Maton, and Stanek all being free agents. Yeah, man, that is going to be a huge chunk. But then also, too, it's one of those things where you wonder, because we do have so much starting pick, like pitching, do, are we able to then maybe move some of those, those pieces into a bullpen role? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, if we have an overabundance in that category, let's throw some guys to the bullpen. Let's see what happens and kind of go from there. I saw jo- Josh Hader's name come up as someone they might target. Big, hard-throwing left-hander. They haven't had a see, good left-hander in a while. Like I since, heard since the Tony opposite. Sip. I feel like I heard the opposite, that they probably wouldn't target Hader because Hader is going to cost too much. Oh, yeah, that's so right. You're right. Because he was ours. We could I know, we gave them away. Free, but, you know, and honestly, too, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but worst trade in all of Astros history of all time. You give up Josh Hader and who was it? Brett Phillips and someone else. I yeah. can't remember yeah. who else it was. I think Domingo Santana, maybe. Yeah. For Carlos Gomez. And Carlos Gomez was bad he enough. Who must, he and who must not be named. So, <laughs> so if you guys don't know this, of all the people, if you guys don't know this. Just in case. We had Josh Hader on our team in the minor leagues, and they traded him to the Brewers for Carlos Gomez. What the heck are you doing? Yeah. The old gif with – So insane. You know, and – Yeah, Colin McHugh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Colin McHugh. (laughs) That's 
exactly what comes to my head every time I hear the name Carlos. Gomez. And then the every rat. Every time. The rat. Oh, man. But you know what? I, I've always said this about the rat. <laughs> that he helped out a lot in 2017, and there's people that don't believe me. They don't agree he with really me. He really did. He, he held did. the team together whenever everyone was down with injuries. He really did. And I think that's why he was so salty about not being yeah. on the roster, to be honest. He wasn't good enough to make the roster, but he held it together. I think mm-hmm. he had a, he might have had a losing record and a, and a crappy ERA. No, but but he, I just I just remember going, man, this guy's really stepping up when these guys are yeah. out. It was it was like probably a, what like a two month period of time where anytime he came to the mound, you were like, all right, we're gonna win today. I feel it, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so he, the rat was as good. Much as now we don't care for him. In the what, moment, he did help yeah. us. What year did he throw no hitter? Was that fifteen? It was fifteen. Fifteen. I thought it was always yeah. on seventeen, but he was with us that no. long. Wow. He has a thick beard. That's all I know about. Yeah. Really thick, right? So here's some possible trade bait, according to McTaggart. Jose Arquiti, Brandon Mm -hmm. Belak, the Magic Man, and Corey Jolks. Now, this is crazy that everybody could have had Corey Jolks. And what if someone trades us? That would be nuts. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that would be interesting. But I think, too, for Corey Jolk specifically, I think everyone kind of wondered, like, you know, is he going to be one of those guys that can hit bombs in AAA, but then he comes to the majors and maybe he, it doesn't translate as well, you know? And so for him to go out and prove it, I mean, and obviously have a lot of really great moments with the Astros. And it's one of those things where, you know, in the past, we've been so backed up with talent that you can have some of the best guys in, in the field, but they're backed up. And they could be a starter on like at least 15 other teams, you know, Uh, I think Corey's one of those guys that could easily be a starter on quite a few different teams. And, you know, I think if given the opportunity, he's going to do some big things. I wonder what it is about him that they didn't see that. Cause I'm like, this guy has tons of home runs. This guy's what do you have? Didn't he have a hundred RBIs or was it It 81 crazy? It was was a lot like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, again, sometimes that talent doesn't translate and sometimes you're kind of like, okay, if he's getting all of these really big homer hits, is he still going to be able to get the little singles and yeah. to get guys in, you know, when a game's on the line and you kind of worry about all those intangibles. And I almost wonder yeah. if maybe that's what kind of ran through these other teams' minds a little bit. Yeah. And then he comes plays for the Astros exactly. and Dusty had to put him in the lineup every day because he was still <laughs> one of the only ones producing. He was God crushing it. You know what about the Astros? I, I just thought about this and it, you know, I know you watch my TikTok page and I get these people riled up. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't follow me on TikTok, folks, you it's need fantastic. to. It's fantastic. I even changed time. the name of it so that people didn't go to Apple and give us bad reviews. But uh, I saw that. I was so cute. I was so confused the other day. I was like, wait a minute. This, I think this is the same TikTok. It is. Because I, I, that's happened before. I've argued with people and then I'm like, what? One star. Oh review. my goodness! But anyway, I lost my train of thought. Hmm. Uh, TikTok, uh, things you do on TikTok, you rile people up. It was before that. We're talking oh yeah, about Corey Jolks. It was Corey Jolks. Yeah. But I forgot. But anyway, I was going to say this. You brought up something earlier, and I didn't let it sink in until now. But we have a plethora of starting pitchers. Hear me out, everybody. Hear me out. I'm listening. But if we don't have enough room for Hunter Brown in the rotation, 
I think coming out of the bullpen, that guy's a stud. I kind of like that, to be honest. He's a stud. When he comes in and just pitches one or two innings, he's really yeah. good. Because you look at next year, we got JV, Framber, CJ, Lance McCullers Jr., Luis Garcia, Urquidy, JP France, Hunter Brown. Who am I missing? That's eight. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's it for the starters that I can think of. But mm. yeah, that's insane. It's a lot of them. It's like do you go to a six man rotation, throw two of them in the bullpen, you know? Like <laughs> they might. Who knows? They could keep, keep JV warm. <laughs> so what do you think about our pitching? Is is JV a, a, a solid are you worried about JV and Framber and all? Do you think the Astros just ran out of gas? They've been playing late in the postseason every year, and they just – what do you think happened to them? I i don't even know what happened to them, to be honest. I think they did look very tired in that last series. And it just – it felt like they weren't just playing with that same kind of – not even enthusiasm. That's not the word I'm looking for, but kind of. You just didn't feel it the way you felt it last year. And, you know, in 2017, even 2019, you kind of felt it, you know? Yeah. And uh, and this year it just, it felt like we were always trying to come from behind because we were, you know, yeah. all season we were fighting for the division and we didn't get it until the last day of the season, you know? Um, we would have been better off being the five just, seed. Yeah, Absolutely. This is and like, I think that little break, as much as it's it can be helpful, it can be hurtful because you kind of lose that momentum. Yeah. And other teams are kind of keeping it going and you have that fire still, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what it was this year. I'm shockingly, I'm not worried about our pitching. No. I think, I think the thing that fine. hurt us the worst was that Framber went 0 for three and he had a huge ERA. Oh. Yeah, if, it was, he, he needed to do something. He just because you yeah, count you count on Frammer and JV. They got to get the wins, and when you can't count on them, it's tough. Exactly, but um, yeah, man, it was it was tough to watch them kind of struggle that way at the end, especially Frammer, because again, you you that's your ace all season until JV comes back, and you know for him to just kind of run out of gas, it it was rough for sure. What do you think about the Rangers' big parade they had? Everybody's making fun of it. The Astros <laughs> are on like double decker buses, and these guys are in back of pickups. Look, man, all I'm going to say is at the end of the day, they had a parade. No one else did. So <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of them. I'm not going to make fun of them. Me neither. Uh, although I, I was laughing at some of the jokes on Twitter because some people are just hilarious. Like someone calling they it are. a trunk or treat. I was. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to be the one to say anything because, again, they had a parade. We didn't. I was at home while they were at a parade. So I ain't saying anything. Uh, but yeah, but I was laughing at some of the jokes because some of them, some people are just so creative and I love it. And what about I love Seeger? the banter. What about Seeger copying Bregman? You know, I, I didn't, I don't mind it. I mean, you know what? Like you want it all, like whatever, but say it with your chest. You know, yeah. he kind of like sputtered into it. It didn't feel like, like, and also too, I felt <laughs> like with, with Bregman's, I like, well, okay. Yeah. It kind of had to do with the Rangers. It more had to do with the media attention on, you know what? That was the whole entire thing for the past, what, two, three weeks of the season was 
Are the Astros going to win the division? Is it going to be the Rangers and the Mariners instead? And so it really was a point of conversation that the Astros yeah. have run this division for so long. Are they, are they going to keep it up? Exactly. And it felt like that was what that comment with Bregman was more pointed to, not necessarily the Rangers, but if you want to take it that way and you had to use it for, you know, I did whatever, the video that way too. Material. Yeah. I'm like, you know, for me, that's what it felt like. It was, more of a because he was didn't media? he say like didn't he say like people were wondering what it would be like if the Astros didn't win the the division right yeah well so he, it's just it's also a thing he stole from Kanye because oh. Kanye made a similar comment at an award show and so he was doing kind of like an ode to Kanye and that mic drop moment and <laughs> you know use that but for the Astros yeah so uh but yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Seeger wanted to get the last laugh. Let him do it. It is what it is. I don't really care. Again, my yeah. thing is, if you win it all, you get to talk. Like, you do. My French, you get to talk your shit, you know? There you go. So now, uh, I got to hey. put an E on this now. Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, if you win, if you win it, you get to yeah. talk. It is what it is. My thought on, on the to, subject on is... It, that two things right like who was tell who was asking you like he was saying they were asking what would happen if the rangers didn't win who was asking you that no one no one was asking you that like you're asking you're saying that people are asking you something that they weren't asking you so i didn't like yeah. that and also i guess you're talking i don't know it's like you just won the world series you oh that was the other question i was going to ask you <laughs> You just won the World Series, and all you can think about is the Astros. Like, that shouldn't be on your mind. That's what some people think. But let me ask you this. I, I saw some people say that the Astros and the Rangers were the real World Series, and I'm like, no, 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 be quiet. That's dumb. Maybe it was. <laughs> Did the wrong team win the National League or what? I don't think so, but I do think that as much as people claim that they hate seeing the Astros in the World Series, they may hate seeing the Astros there, but they love to watch them to root against them, and that gets MLB numbers. Oh, yeah. And and let's be honest. People were watching the Astros-Rangers series because they wanted to watch the Astros fail, and they got to see them do it. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a failure, though. It's called you know hate-watching. It's Exactly. It's hate-watching. <clears throat> But at the same time, like, you know what, this season, I mean, you're not going to win the World Series every year for this exactly. to be our seventh time in the ALCS in a row, you know, in, in, a, in a division, in a league that 10 years ago, we were like having Mattress Max putting up billboards to say you got your mattress fee if the Astros didn't lose 100 plus games. You know, to come from that to where we've been the past seven years, it's insane. It's amazing that we've gotten to watch this caliber of Astros baseball for so long. And I don't think we're done. I don't either. A lot I of people do, but have, uh, we still have so much talent. And that's the thing that people forget. Yeah. They're like, oh, your time is over. How? We have the same exact team back. Everybody's back. Yeah. All the big guns are back. But here's another thing. Two questions for you. One might not be a question, but 
you know, the people on TikTok, Twitter, whatever. I don't really uh-huh. get on Twitter anymore now that I'm TikTok boy. You know, but they just said, we kicked your butt. We kicked your butt. Now be quiet. We destroyed you. Be quiet. Like, how did you destroy us? It took you seven games to beat us. That's not a butt yeah. whooping. That is a seven-game series, and you barely be- – you, you might have beat us pretty handily in the last game. Yeah, the last but, game for sure. Yeah, but a, 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 taking someone to seven games is not a butt whooping. That is a good series. And the other thing is that I say the Astros are a dynasty – but some people say they have to win more than two championships. And of course they don't give us credit for the first one, but I've read different definitions that you have just to, you just have to be like steadily good, successful over an extended amount of time. And I think two championships, seven ALCSs in a row, this is about as dynasty as you could get. Well, my thing is, I heard someone saying that one day, I think someone was responding to your comment and it looked like it was someone that was a Yankees fan. I'm like, your team's barely even, your team's barely even been in the postseason <laughs> the past 10 years. Like, why are you saying anything? Like you were a dynasty before you were born. Cool, man. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. And it sounds like a Cowboys fan. Yankees. I'm a Cowboys fan. So I get that. Um, RIP, we just lost all of our followers. I apologize in advance, folks. Um, I was born in Corpus, okay? Leave There's me a lot of them. <laughs> Some people there say, really how is. can you be a Cowboys fan? Why not? Yeah, why like, not? Like who you want. They're in Texas. Exactly. You know, some people ask that too. Why can't you just root for Texas in the World Series? Because we're rivals. How can I? Yeah, exactly. I don't care if they're from exactly. Texas. And, and Brent Strom was on the diamondbacks Why i know i him? love brent there'd be there'd be my favorite guest of all time on here oh did you ever hear that one guy. i don't think i ever heard it but now i want to go back oh and you need so to. i'm gonna have to go back i asked him what's the funniest thing you've ever like if you ever just went up there uh-huh. and said something funny yeah to the, uh, to the guy pitching and he said yeah i walked up one time and i told this guy you need to get these next two guys out really fast because i really gotta take a dump I love Brent. Y'all got to find actually, it. It's uh, the greatest interview of the world. I used to go to church world. with him whenever I uh, worked for the team. We would do like Catholic mass on Sundays. And so every Sunday I would go to Catholic mass if there was a game under wow. in the um, press conference room. And he would be wow. in mass every week. That's so folks, a piece with Brent Strom. Stadium Steffi will add a lot to the podcast. So hopefully you enjoy her. She has a lot of stories. She used to work for the Astros. Ridiculous stories. She will drop names. She's a name dropper, folks. Unfortunately, that is accurate. (laughs) Sunday service with Brent Strom. And none of us has even shaken his hand before. So there you go. We're about out of time, Steph. We are. We got our, we, we, we used the whole 40 minutes. Look at us go. Yeah. On one page of notes. So anyway, <laughs> folks, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Keep it safe, Bye. Guys. There you go. Bye.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.